Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of your favorite wrestling rewatch podcast you didn't know you wanted, but you can't live without. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello, Pat. And we are bringing you Shoots and Ladders. Season, I believe we called it three, episode two. Who knows? It's three, in my heart it's two. It is... What it is. It is what it is. We are trying a little bit of a new format here, trying some new things just to try to, you know, get through these episodes until we get to probably like 94, I would say. But it's slowly getting better. Or as a very famous uh, man and commentator now once said, you know, the cream will rise to the top. And so we are going to do our rundowns a little bit different. We are just going to talk about who got squashed and who actually... uh, faced off against a real person every week. This way it makes it a little bit easier. I know uh, when we were when we were re-watching these two episodes, when the Superstars came on, I, I tried to remind Jen the energy of these early <laughs> Superstars episodes is just, it's it's a lot. It's, it's kind of soul-sucking. It's almost like it's meant for the young child sitting in front of the, uh, literally sitting in front of television. That's how I used to watch TV. I don't know about you. I used to sit right in front of the TV. Right, because all the TVs were on the ground, which would lead everyone to then understand why I guess people had recliners or like lower low rider couches. Right, the TV was on the ground. It was lower, but we had a stand. We had one of those TVs with the built-in, so it was like it was oh. on the ground, so you had to look down. And I would sit right in front of it, and then of course, you know, I'd get yelled at. You I, hurt you get your eyes. At. So you're I, you're I too didn't. close. You're too close. Allowed. Which is so funny because you think about it, and you're like, your parents had that foresight. But now they have they just they take their grandkids and just stick a screen in front of them and go here look at the screen it's like it is wild right they were you know <laughs> what's what's the difference I don't know I don't get it however <laughs> it's a good question it's a great question you know you can't sit too close to the TV but it's okay if I smoke while you're in my room for nine months that's 100, fine hundred percent while the I just 80s. rip these these heaters we don't well this is the early nineties so we're really we're really on the edge but the, if you're watching this in the early nineties you're born we're on the razor's edge. If you Shit, will. we are. With who we're dealing with and what we're talking about. But today, we're going to discuss 10 episodes over the course of two episodes. What? Uh, 10 matches over the course of two episodes. Okay. One Superstars. One Monday like, Night Raw. I only watched two episodes. Mm. Our Monday Night Raw was in the Mid-Hudson Civic Center. Don't want to say it wrong. Shout out Poughkeepsie, New York. Taped that same day, June 28th. Aired June 28th, and our lovely episodes of Superstars, that taping took place May 24th. In the Scosche. In the Scosche. <laughs> at the Metro Center. Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Let's talk quickly. Let's run through the squashes. Who got squashed this week? The Smoking Gun squashed two separate opponents. Reno Riggins, Scott Taylor, lost in the Superstars in May. And you know what? They're going to continue squashing people in June because they squashed... Our man, Iron Mike Sharp and Barry Horowitz. Now. Squished. The one thing I will say about these these squash matches. When I watched Iron Mike Sharp, who got who got made fun of by Vince McMahon for being an Iron Mike Sharp. Right. Who is, shout out Iron Mike Sharp, wherever you are. If you're still with us. If not, you know, um, R.I.P. But I'm going to assume, you know what? Let's take a little Google. I'm like, well, we, we have the internet here, right? No, we passed away in 2016. Oh, man. R.I.P. Iron Mike Sharp. thing about Iron Mike Sharp that I will say that I noticed when we when we discussed it is he's like, 
It's like he's dressed like he's Ted DiBiase. Like he's dressed like he's the best wrestler in like a very, very, very small town. And he's just going against cowboys in Wrangler jeans. He didn't really stand much of a chance. It didn't look like like Iron Mike Sharp was into the steroids. Like maybe some other people might have been at that time. So I feel like he maxed out. He was with our favorite. But he actually looks like in real life he could beat the shit out of somebody. Oh, 100%. Like, a, like that, that's, He looks like the kind of guy that like actually could win in a real fight. In right? a past life, you and I were on a pool league together. And this is the analogy I use. So like the winner of the pool league in your little regional would go to like Las Vegas to be in like a tournament. Yeah. And it's like the, Iron Mike was the, the, the winner of his regional wrestling, you know, tournament. And he gets to be on TV. But it's like, my guy, you might be a little out of your element. Leaving it there. Shout out, Iron Mike Sharp. Barry Horowitz, of course, is just on the cusp. My favorite, like, B story or even C storyline from, like, the Attitude Era is just when they let Dwayne Gill win, when when they put a big old shine on Barry Horowitz. I love that. I love that. I'm like, I know that guy. See that guy? was that? Barry Horowitz. Although, I think as we get more into the Attitude Era and we get into the Monday Night Wars... You have less and less of these squash matches, right? Because I feel—I mean, maybe no, they're have on like, superstars, have like but you actually have people you know. Yeah, maybe they yeah. reserve that for house shows, or that's just something that goes by the wayside because now they're trying to produce a television show. But then Dwayne Gill and Barry Horowitz are there. They—they they make it every now and again. You get a Brooklyn Brawler sighting. You're like, all right, we know he's mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. We we know our man is there. They're like top tier jobbers. It's great. Hundred percent. So they did some squishing, the smoking guns. Doesn't really lead to anything at this point. It's just reminding you that they're here. They're working. They're on the road. Billy and Bart. Who else did some squishing? Adam yeah. Bomb squished two different two different people. He had two different matches. On Raw in June, he squishes PJ Walker. On Superstars in May, my man Adam Bomb squishes Jerry CV. Jen, Adam Bomb is the most mm-hmm. mid-90s. It's like, do you remember that movie, like, uh, what was it called, like, Scanners or something? And then, like, like all those <laughs> yeah. kind of, like, it just seems like he would fit in, like, somewhere in there. Am I right? Like, he's just kind of like, they, like, he just is such a 90s vibe, right? Yeah, that net yeah. with Sandra Bullock and all these movies. Like, he's just, like, right there of this, like, he's an atom bomb. Apparently, he survived an atom bomb. His eyes are discolored. He's kind of almost vomiting. Wait, was Adam Bomb at Superstars? Yeah, it was Adam Bomb versus uh, Jerry Seavey at the Superstars. You just forget. And so was Johnny Polo, who, shout out to my co-host Jen, we're watching the Superstars and the Raw, and she's sitting here asking me, what does, what is Johnny Polo holding? And I'm like, Jen, Johnny Polo is holding a polo stick. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What Superstars episode are we currently talking about? Oh, shout out. June 26th. It went backwards twice. I'm like, Adam Bomb nor the smoking guns were at Superstars. That's fine. Should we start over? No. We're not. We're going to keep plowing through. Okay. So, let's talk about the Superstars first and then go to the Raw. Okay. You know what happened is my my finger is fat and it went back twice. I don't appreciate you talking about your finger that way. All right. I don't think it's very kind. Shout out. <laughs> so confused. We had we had nine we had nine matches. The entire superstars. I'm gonna run through the superstars. Ooh. Who got squished, Pat? Tell us who got squished. Mr. Hughes. Which is by the way, in the skosh. 
In the skosh. Still in the skosh. I missed nothing on that. I got that part right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mr. Hughes beat El Matador in okay. what may be the r- most racist commentary that we have seen to date from Jerry the King Lawler. It's at least equal to other racist commentary. The terms he used was, um, you know, a watery... Um, Not your front. Yep. But like... Over and over again. The thing is, it happens, though, with everything. I mean, we're going to get more racist stuff when he talks about Kamala, which then you did point out that Kamala's just a racist character. We'll, we'll, <laughs> so we'll, it's we'll talk about that whole character. I'm like, just saying, you get yeah. that. You also get him saying shit about Tatanka. That's just as bad. 100%. So, I mean, yeah. Just, it was shocking. Jerry. 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 Well, we know. We know about Jerry. All right. We, Jer- Jerry's been out here wrestling, making a name for himself, and uh, that's part of his comedy, right? And this was acceptable slang at that time. Was it? You're putting it Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. That's true. Either you're this trying to indoctrinate kids. a bunch of children, Although which I don't they are, think because it's, on, it's not on at 10 anymore, because isn't WWF Mania on at 10? I don't know. I, I thought it was always on a 10, but it could have been on a different time. It, it was, was definitely on, on a Saturday. I think morning. it was on 11. Because I was going to say, there is so much Hillary Clinton and Clinton <laughs> jabs that's bonkers. And I thought to myself, well, you know, obviously they're Republican, right? You know, not to get political here because we're not doing that. But obviously they are. But then I'm like, yeah. The oh, Vince whole... McMahon, obviously. But the whole yeah. 90s legitimately, though, was all Democrat president, right? So it's kind of like you waited in and you're here. Well, until it was three one. Yeah. You the, yes. No, yes. it was like, we're watching it now and they're talking and about now, the Clintons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're talking about that and then they're going to be, you they're know, they're new and they're new. So it's still like a hot thing. talking point, yeah. you know, well, we'll talk about that. When we talk about the bug because, uh, the bugs, the bugs, the bugs. well, bugs gets a double duty. That we get, I got we right. get two bugs. Bugs squashes Virgil. Listen, bugs demanded, a that rematch. rematch. And he got it. I couldn't even pay attention to this match. I know. I know. It's tough. I'm not trying to be rude. No. I just... It's I just tough. couldn't pay attention it's to tough. this match. It's a lie. I have a really... I mean, we'll talk about it when we talk about Raw, because that's really where we're going to put most of the focus. But, like, I really don't like looking at books. Again, Raw is coming. But okay. he, he defeated Virgil. Mr. Perfect. Shout out my man. He's still around. But also, he was around in May, which is when we filmed this. Mr. Perfect beat <laughs> Bert Santino. The Head Shrinkers squashed Buddy, Le- Buddy, Lenny, and Mike Davis. Squash. Doink. Squashed Scott Dane. That was the squash rundown. So, it was the same match that I was going to say, except that Booger got a double duty. But everybody else, same, same squashing. Same amount of squashing. We had another giant Gonzalez sighting, I believe. Mm-hmm. He was on a... Uh, on a tell on the uh, on the Titan Tron. What else did we take from the Superstars episode besides ra- casual racism? Cash. A discussion with, you know, or or more leading up to the Stars and Stripes Challenge. That's what I took from it. Was right? that the Stars and Stripes Challenge? It's happening. It. It's in the name of America, and I don't. I'm not gonna really. I'm having a hard time understanding okay. how. How we're challenging America to body slam a large man pretending to be Japanese will make America more American. It's really, it's hard for me to understand 
what's happening. When but I th- all I know is that it's happening. When it's I, full throttle. When I think of America in 1993, I think of... Stars and Stripes? Stars? Mm-hmm. Stripes. Muscles? Icapro. Mm-hmm. True. True. Hulk Hogan. I think of Hulk Hogan, honestly. And he's not here. Hulk Hogan? He's not here. And Body Slams. That's it. That's it. That's what a young Pat was thinking about at the time. Fake Those boobs? five things. Not yet. Not yet. They're going to enter the chat soon, though. Very soon. But I'm 10. So we're not there yet. We're not We're not trying to understand all that yet. That's, what is that? Like, next year? Two WrestleManias? It's two WrestleManias when we get, what, like, Jenny McCarthy v. Pamela Anderson, right? It is 95. 95 is that. Because I it's think. like, because the winner gets to take them, because it's Shawn Michaels versus, no, it's got to be 96. No, it's 95, because it is Shawn Michaels versus Diesel. Yeah. Yep, and Shawn Michaels went, they're both at the, so Pamela Anderson's at the Royal Rumble, and she has to like, go hold up his hand when he wins, mm-hmm. and then he, she's supposed to walk the challenger who won the Royal Rumble match down the aisle, but she doesn't want to walk Sean down the aisle. She goes with Diesel, but then Jenny McCarthy shows up because she's she fun time fun, and she mm-hmm. walks Sean down the aisle. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's well, how that rolls. I'm going I'm to go ahead and... Because Diesel was a champion, so it was Sean versus Diesel at WrestleMania. Okay. And Sean at that point... It... Don't test my knowledge. I'm not trying to at test your point, knowledge. At that point, Sean is still a heel... But I thought that he won the title. I'm looking at this right over here. That's 96? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, WrestleMania 12 is 96. That's fair. WrestleMania 10, 94, about to happen in six months. Uh, 10 months? You are the encyclopedia of dates. That's why we keep you around here at the podcast, because the unpaid interns never show up to I'm not that good at it. It's just things that actually, like... Well, no, you have this whole Rolodex. So we're there. So having said... Having said that. I will say I have no idea what's going to happen at the SummerSlam. I don't... I actually don't know one match. I, I could guess. I've told you 12 times the Lex Express is coming through. I know the Lex Express is coming through. But, like, I... So, I'm, I'm assuming that's what Lex versus um, Yokozuna? Correct. But that's an assumption. Like, I don't remember that It's happening. definitely a fact. And then I think right after that, they pivot and then they start doing, like, the Ludwig Borgo stuff. Because then they Pivot. just have to find somebody for him to keep the America thing going. And then, like, that flames out. Because I think that guy gets hurt. Because nobody fucking cares. Oh, hey now. Sorry, no one cares. That's Lex, it. you should just stay a heel where you belong. Boom, I'm putting a pin right in that superstars and I'm walking away. You didn't even I'm... talk about, oh, you did talk about Mr. Perfect and Hell how yeah. he did squishes. I'm going right um, into. Stars Let's... and Stripes, you know what I mean? That's it. We're, we're building week, on the Stars and Stripes. we're getting an interview Come with your boy, mm-hmm. Brett Hitman Hart. Boom. We haven't seen him in a minute. You know, the thing is, is I remember him being like the center of all of this. Like when I think about when I was a kid and watched wrestling, like he was my favorite. Like I loved him. I feel like he was the champion for so long. He wasn't. And I feel like he was there all the time and he isn't. Anyway, it's, it's very, funny how you remember things. Well, no, it's not. Cause it's very funny because it's like, you know, and now in, in, my, in modern times, people may say. You know, people on the the corners of the internet, the chat may go, you know, Roman Reigns doesn't really wrestle. He's not really at all these events. He's only at these big things. But when you're watching this and you're seeing this, it's everything you just said where you're like, shit, Brett's not really around. But that's not what you think about. Because when I think about, let's say, like last year, I think about some of the bigger Roman Reigns matches that he had. Right? 
Or just you think him, about Roman Reigns or just and him Sami Zayn. there think and about... coming out and shooting promos and mm-hmm. being like a big force. Oh, Brett, you're talking about now? Or no, Roman I'm talking Reigns? about Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying it's just that idea that like, hey, there's there's one thing to tell a story, like a television show, and then there's another thing to just like people working, right? So like, Bret Hart, we haven't seen you. Come back. Because you really... Uh... And he's going to disappear again after WrestleMania 12 for a while. Remember when yes. he loses his championship to Sean? He, like, pieces out. He yeah. disappears. He comes back, weighs his Canadian flag. It, I think it's, he was hurt. Very... I think he was hurt, though. I think he had, like, a knee injury or something and had, like, a surgery. I think he was sad and he went to Europe to, like... I think he, like, literally went to... <laughs> no, right. he did. You're right. He, like, yes, he went to Europe, Europe and got, like, an Italian wife. Yeah. He might... He didn't get the Italian wife until later. But he might have been a little bit sad. He might have been a little bit hurt. But he was definitely like. On walkabout. He was brooding. Bret Hart is one thing, if not brooding, okay? Yeah. And I love Bret. I'm not here. We're not, this is not a Bret shit talking show. If someone asked me. I'm currently reading his book. I, I love him. I am but... terrible at hypotheticals, but if somebody asked me straight up, like, who's your favorite wrestler, I would have to ask for a specific, like, a three year time period, and it just goes from Bret Hart. It would be it's, what Stone Cold, Bret Hart, no, it's and Mick Bret Hart, Foley. Bret Hart to Stone Cold, Stone okay. Cold to Mick Foley, right? It's just boom, 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 simple, and then then I'm gone. But it's that simple. It's that simple. I could talk about all the other people and everything, but it's just that simple. Because when I was a kid, the sharpshooter was the ultimate finishing move. Even though, like, the reality is, I've told you this too. Like the Boston Crabs, like it's like a real thing that would hurt somebody. You watch Gunther do that, you're like, yo, like he's just gonna kill somebody. Like this looks bad. He's a big guy. The big fucking dude laying on your back. And like sharpshooters, just like that's a lot. It's a figure four. It's a whole technical looking thing. Like there's a lot of compliance between both parties to lock that in, right? You're either locking it in on literally a person that's unconscious, or they gotta kind of let you screw around with their legs. Just saying, not saying. Having said that. I'm going to talk about, boom, I'm going to throw a match at you right now. Do it. I got two matches left to talk about. Throw it. I'm going to throw what they consider the headlining match of this Monday Night Raw at you right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, to me, that's not the headlining match. It's not the best match of the night. That's not. Well, right. Right, Okay, throw it at me. Crush versus Bastion Booger. Yeah. We did not know this was happening. It happened on us. It happened to us. It happened to me personally. I saw multiple spots of a man in Bastion Booger not being really able to kind of get around and get up and up and over the attempts that Crush had to uh, throw him around. I have to say that in terms of Crush's costume, I felt that it, uh, or his uh, ring attire, I felt that at one moment it was cool when I was a kid. For and, like a month. And this is around the time that it's not. I'm excited. I don't know if it's because they keep pushing him and Doink. Like, they're still fucking talking about him with Doink at the Superstars. Like, they're still trying to push that feud. Like, that that, that happened. Like, just makes him seem like a dum-dum. Like, I don't know if it's just that he's starting to feel lame. I don't know what it is about Crush, but I also liked him. And then it was, like, a hard drop where I was like, this guy's lame. And, like, I don't know what he's wearing. And I just wish we could get... um. Jailbird Crush. Biker Crush now? Biker Crush in 1993. I want the jacket. I want the attitude. That's the crush that I want now. Because that's the way better crush. Well, I was going to say, I like Heel Crush when he has that match with Macho. I feel like that was a cool match. It was a cool match. And it'd be cooler if he had a leather jacket on. 
But then, like, I feel like he had the star. He had, like, the weird-looking star, right? He he's got like, the painted star. Like, he's, like, purple now. He's, like, yeah, purple. Yeah, yeah. Eh. Like, purple cross. So, I mean... It's, it, it's gotta happen, because this is just... What are we doing? And, rough. like, you have to root for him over the bug. And, like... So, the bug... The bug's like, outfit... He's got, like, a hump. I can't so hard. The bug's outfit is just made to be revolting. Like, it just is some yes. weird, like... The color, the color of his boots is, like, baby puke brown. And the color of his... It's, like, cut out. But cut it's also out. cut out. It's like, like, like silver, which with his pale skin and hair is just vamanoose. I feel like you need to make a choice. Like, if you're a large man, <laughs> I feel like the choice has to be, I'm going to show you everything, or I'm going to show you nothing. No, they, pur- they purposely configured what he's wearing to be the grossest thing that man one month ago this man was dressed in a full-on fucking fryer tuck robe and saving people like why did he just not go you know what this might not be for me because i ain't wearing that thing underappreciated he felt like nobody cared that he was trying to save them so he just said fuck you all here's all of me and now you have to deal with it I just you have to just look. I at just me. think that if it's I, effective, it's a. Fa- I will say it's the most ridiculous. I think honestly, Bash and Booger, most ridiculous character of the '90s. Like, we're gonna start. We're gonna start a thing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put a sticky up. Most ridiculous okay. characters. I think he's the most ridiculous of the characters. It's fair. Um. But I already know three other characters. Extremely effective. I'm so. I honestly. Don't want to eat. And I don't want to be mean. Because, like, he's a person. And he passed away. And, like, he was a person with, like, a family. And, like, I don't think he's gross as a person. But this character... Like, I don't want to eat when we watch his matches. Like, I feel, like... Like, bad. I feel bad. I watch it and I don't feel good. I want to rebrand him. And I want to get... You know, if I can. If I could send songs back in time. So, it's, like, certain characters. Like, I want to send you... I feel like he should walk out to John Legend's, like, All of Me. He should just walk yes. out to that. And just as he's coming down, yeah. he's going to give you all of him. You have no choice. In response, you're going to give yourself all to him. It's a fucking assault. It's both. Upon my eyes. It's, it's, it's unnecessary. I saw Earthquake. I saw Typhoon. Give the man a full singlet. It's unnecessary. Like, yo, he could spill out a little, but it's, it's unnecessary. It's intentional. It's, on, it's intentional. No, I understand it's on purpose. But it's unnecessary. I don't even think the guy had an opportunity to really get anything. Because you just immediately like, I don't want to see you wrestle. His name is Booger. Like, they, they're like, what is the grossest thing we could throw at you? And I feel bad. Like, here's your opportunity. You have to be Grossy McGrosserton wrestler. Like, this is your opportunity so, to so, make it as Mr. Vomit. Like, that's not nice. So if on the in memoriam, like seasons past, like the winner for worst gimmick, outfit, whatever, like I'm gonna nominate Skinner. And I'm gonna say that we've taken Skinner off because like, I'm gonna tell you, I think that's a good gimmick. And I it's think a great it was gimmick. done poorly. I think it's a good gimmick. It's a great gimmick, and I know later on in like the two thousands when the wide family shows up and stuff, they they look like that. Like they look like Florida backwoods like kind of people. When they try I feel like they tried it again. What was that guy with like the X on did he have like an X on his forehead? Waylon something maybe? Waylon whatever, yeah. When he comes, yeah. yeah. That's a good gimmick. The I preacher just gimmick, yeah. I feel like it was it it wasn't fully sussed out and it didn't it didn't hit, but like that's a creepy ass. Well, Skinner was an alligator wrestler. They also had a man that was a snake handler. So you see, like it's just kind of following. He was a reptile man from Florida, but his chew spit was really bad. It was really vile. Mm-hmm. 
So that's why he was there. And now I'm going to, you know, now we're going to give it to the book. And the book's not going to have it for long because he's not, he mean, he'll, ha- he'll be on the wall. We got double booked this week. We got double booked. And they have him win, right? So you're like, oh man, we got to watch out for the book. And then they have him lose because they're like, don't forget, crush. We root for crush, right? Like it's it was very strange how they so strange. planned it out and kind of assaulted you with it. And they had like an IC championship match. That should have been the headliner, not crush. Well it's Bastion not the headliner, right? I'm Booker. sure I'm sure it if, should have been. I'm sure if we went back and got the sheets or whatever for what actually was the show, they don't they didn't put on a one hour show. They put on a two or three hour show. So whatever this is just when it was live on TV. So I bet you the headliner was some sort, you know, some sort of Yokozuna match. Because Yokozuna was there. Well, didn't you say it was filmed... Um, the same day. Last week, right? The week of the other... No, it was filmed this day, I believe. June 28th. I'll double check, but I believe it was Because they're usually... Okay. June 28th in Poughkeepsie. Okay. So the hour that they had it from 9 to 10. If it was 9 to 10 at this point or 8 to 9. So they obviously had something before when everybody's getting in their seats. There were some dark matches. Then they had the Shawn Michaels match to kick off when they were doing TV. And then they end this with the TV. But Yokozuna's there. I'm sure he wrestled, right? I'm sure if, I, you know, you pulled out the sheets, I'm sure he wrestled. I mean, maybe he was a champion. Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, but they could have just had him in a squash match. Or they could have had him, you know, they could have had him, you know, they, it's like what they did on SmackDown. Like last week, you know, when we're recording this, it's like where they're like, all right, well, you have uh, the Bloodline plus like uh, Roman Reigns or whomever, you know, try to do three-way matches or... Four-way matches or a battle royal. They probably did something, right? Because I feel like that's just, you know, what you do at a house show. Having said that, there's one more match to talk about before we get into some of the interviews and storylines they're, they're pushing. Not a squash match. This is what I call the Kamala show. So when Kamala has a match, <laughs> he is somehow booked by the Reverend Slick. Two characters that are not at all, at all. They age like fine wine. Right? Totally fine. Kamala is plucked from a, a tribe somewhere in... Uh, He's Ugandan? He's the Ugandan giant? Uganda. Okay. A cannibal, if you will, who is plucked, put in like a grass skirt and war paint. Is he really supposed to be a cannibal or is that just something that they throw out there? They threw out there as a cannibal. I don't really know what his whole backstory is. Like I know is. he wasn't a cannibal. I know that because the man behind the Kamala is not a cannibal. We know that the man behind is also not from Uganda. He's from Mississippi. Right. In years past, he was a heel. Mm -hmm. And now they have made him a face. But the things he did as a heel are the same things he did as a face. But now, instead of being like, oh, God, he's so dumb. You say, oh, no, Kamala, you're doing it wrong. You can do it. It's like the, the, (laughs) the, the reaction from the crowd is just totally different. It was wild. I love that. I love the psychology behind wrestling. Yep. If I ever go back to school, and I won't, I would write a paper on the psychology of, of wrestling. Well, it's groupthink. Yeah, the, it's so cool. If the group thinks that this person is good, then the group is going to cheer for the person. And if the group thinks the person is bad... You know, I, I just sent you something where George Carlin was talking about that, where he's like, you know, way back when from an interview, where he's like, I like talking to one person. Because the minute you get even two people together, they start to change what they're doing to conform. It's like a person, an individual. You can deal with an individual. You can have a conversation. But the minute you add more, and that's what all this is. Human nature. That's it. You're you're tribalistic. And the tribe believes that that Kamala is a man and that Kamala can win. Except guess what? 
Vinny Vegas doesn't think he can win. Shawn Michaels doesn't think he can win. And Shawn Michaels is not going to lose. He's not going to lose to Kamala right now. We saw a happening. we saw an improper pin by Kamala lead us to a super <laughs> kick by Shawn Michaels to the back of Kamala's head, not the front. I think probably because he just didn't turn around, but who knows. And then Vinny Vegas gets in and starts stomping him with the most outrageous jacket. Like, mirrors on that jacket. Bedazzled. Bedazzled. White washed denim jacket with whitewashed denim jeans and he has such long legs like it's just such a look the With cowboy boots black cowboy, they're black cowboy boots oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah the mullet it's like a fresh cut could mullet, you imagine seeing a, tight a, mullet? a six foot eight man walk around like that you know like it's just i can't isn't he taller than that isn't he like 610 i think he's billed at 610 but I think I've been told that might, maybe he's not. Maybe he is. I don't know. I'm, you know what? I'm not going to say no to him. I'm not going to be like, excuse me. Can we get the tape I think he said on his out? podcast that he was like 6'10". I don't know. He's like, I'm yeah. not really 7'5". I, I don't know. But or 7'5". I'm not going to argue. Okay. 6'10", whatever. Um, Point is, that man is huge. He Absolutely is. huge. He's a big dude. He would be one of the biggest people I would ever say. Like, once you start to see, like, even today we were in the store and there was a kid. And the kid must have been like 6'5". But he was a kid. He was like probably like 16 in the store. And he just walked by me. I was just like, oh, like tall people, like really tall people. What store? Don't worry about it. Costco, oh. Costco. It doesn't matter. You, oh, didn't, you I didn't, obviously didn't oh. see them. And I didn't point them out. I wasn't like, look, look at the 15 year old that's <laughs> six foot five. Right. Jen, look at the dolls. I'm not like, oh, I'm just like, oh, you know, you just, you just clock. You see a really tall person. You're like, man, because it's just, you know, the land of the shorts. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we do. But yeah, you know, he's, he's a big dude. Big dude. That was fun. This week. That was a fun match. Very fun match. And like, best match of the week. By far. Just just for the sheer absurdity. This week, my outfit of the week goes to Diesel. You didn't even this. talk about the guns versus Barry and Mo. Oh, you did talk about that. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah we started there and then okay. we realized, we did yeah. them, we did the bombs. Outfit of the week has Diesel. to go to Diesel. Diesel. Agree. Absolutely. In agreement. Pro- wrestling promo of the week. Well, now, we had two interviews, right? Now, we had two interviews. Which are basically two promos. In-ring interviews, which is so much better. I like that they're going this direction now. They're, we're going from actually wonderful, cheesy-ass video promos. We're kind of going to the in-ring interviews. Well, we did it. Didn't we have a face-to-face with me and G? Yeah, we did with Money Inc., right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had two in-ring interviews that we're going to talk about. Because basically the belts, the tag team belts, keep just flip-flopping from Money Inc. to the signers. And it's that, yeah, all just so. at house shows, so you can never catch up, right? No. Vino Mac. Well, I'll start with. I'll start with the lead for next week. Vino Mac has an interview with Mr. Fuji, and Yokozuna, where Yokozuna is cutting his promo about, and so is Fuji about a nobody, Mm-mm. and I mean nobody could slam this his five hundred fifty pounds. Like jokes on you, Yokozuna. America. I still don't understand. I don't. I don't Every get the correlation. American. Why this has anything to do with patriotism, I don't get it. Is embarrassed that they can't body slam so this other American. Very embarrassing. I can't body slam anybody, I don't think. I don't I could probably body slam a five year old. I wouldn't. That's not very nice. I Maybe believe part of the body slam though is that the person is supposed to kinda like jump up a little bit. Like I don't think that you're just going from a place of like I'm just gonna pick the person up and body slam them. What are you trying to say right now? Nothing. I'm okay. trying to say nothing. I'm just trying to say when you watch it, you see it. You're like, maybe there's a little bit of complicity. Like, maybe. Because I know. When watch we, it. When we watch, watch it. the Stars and Stripes Challenge, 
There is an offensive lineman that definitely gets him up. Oh yeah. Somebody gets him up. So those from are the like promos a that, those are the promos that you're talking about right now that right? Which ones? The football players? Yeah. <sighs> One of those offensive line I think it could even be the dude from the Packers. I don't remember. Somebody gets him up. Like I remember that and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I guess this isn't as bad as you think, and then that's why I'm saying I think you gotta kinda just like jump up a little bit just to kind of give the person the ability to kind of get you on your back. But Yokozuna, Fuji, cut that. Then the other promo we have, which also, coincidentally, is, I think, our episode title. Right? And I think part of what we're going to do here, you know, like I said, we're going to have a... We're going we're gonna to do our cream of the crop segment. You know, let it rise to the top. We're definitely always going to look for a quote from someone as what our episode will be called. And this episode will be called Razor Jabron. Right? We got legendary promo vino mac also in the interview with money inc making fun of them for not having the belts they talk a little bit about the steiners but then they recap strange go ahead no no go i'm just saying i would just interject and say this was strange uh, it was unexpected unexpected but then we understood why because mm-hmm. they want to remind everyone in this audience uh-huh they're good with their money uh-huh they're not gonna be like that guy oozing with machismo who can't handle his business can't. in the back. Razor Jabron. I mean Ramon. Okay? They are planting the seeds to turn him into a face. That is what we're doing. The seed's been planted. Full circle. One year earlier, about-ish, we were getting the Razor Ramon promos. Mm-hmm. The oh. bad guy promos. It was. It was about Miami, a year ago. 100%. I think it was like June. And now we're starting to get him to kind of turn. So how much has changed in a year? Okay, this is what I want to do. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. ADH. Mm-hmm. AD. ADH. Okay. I want to come SummerSlam, which, by the way, looming, looming in the distance. Mm-hmm. We haven't really talked about it yet, but it it's coming. Well, we have to set up who's going to challenge Yokozuna. So we, in order to do that, we have to have a Stars and Tribes challenge, Jen. I want to do an episode. Okay. A special. Or maybe just incorporate it into the... I want to talk about where we were a year ago when we get to SummerSlam. Because so much has changed in a year. Well, I think what we can do is we could talk about the card from last year. Just run down what the card was. Yeah. Before we get started on that year's card. Yes. See who's still around. See what things have changed. See if anything has especially 92 to 93. Like, 92 was such a strange year for mm-hmm. this. And, like... Now we're starting to get more into that new generation. Like, it's mm-hmm. starting to really feel like what we think, what we think of new generation. That even when you see, like, Tito Santana come out, you're like, oh, you're you're still here. Like, not in a bad way, but like, oh, okay, hi. You know, like. Virgil's still here. Any, guys are still here. Anywho, I'm sorry. I, it's all right. I'm going to digress now. It's all right. We have one more corner that we got to go to. Well, there's, there's four corners. There's what's up next. Cream of the crop. Rising to the top. What are you talking about? A ring has four corners. Okay, Our episode's okay. gonna have four corners. Cream of the crop. It's gonna we're gonna we're where we're gonna talk about who rises to the top. Okay, okay. Right? And okay. we run down our matches. But you're trying to talk to me about lattes. No, 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 no. And cappuccinos. No. What's coming next is when you know, we'll end it and we'll talk about what we're gonna talk about next week and where we're going here in the mm-hmm. show. The best of is where we kinda get in and just just throw like maybe a maybe a best costume, best interview, best whatever it needs to be. And finally the other quarter, cancel corner. That's the corner 
where you go. Jerry Lawler, you you canceled. If you are canceled in modern society for what you said on this day. And Jerry Lawler, you are fired. Bobby Heenan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my guy. You canceled. Canceled, Rob. Canceled. I'm going to start keeping account of the Mm -hmm. cancelable, cancelable actions. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is where um, we'll we'll ask you. We'll turn yeah. to you and say, Jen. Okay, I like it. What do we got here on this list? So we could talk about who got canceled. I like it. This week we got two people canceled for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, as we go into the Attitude Era, <laughs> Vince McMahon is going to get canceled. A We're going to be canceled for watching it. I don't even know what we can say. We're going to have to do a disclaimer. If you want to cancel us for talking about the Attitude Era, don't even listen. Yeah. Just don't listen. Because, but if you are listening, you probably should watch because it's silly as shit, right? And I mean, it's if you're just humor you're, you're not obviously allowed. into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, cancel corner. We got two people in the corner this week. Two people in the cancel corner penalty box. Um, now honorary mention for bullying Kamala. I'm gonna go ahead and say big, big Daddy Cool Diesel. Oh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels. They took advantage of him because he did beat you, Shawn. He did. And Sean was trying to do that whole, like, oh, shake my hand. <laughs> I love that every heel does that to, to Kamala. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, no. Be my friend. I'm your friend. And then you really, you feel yourself. You get the feel for when Kamala. He, but You're when like, he don't, was. Don't make fun of the guy. But when he was a heel, the faces would do the same thing to start. And you Because like, they want to, like, engage him. And he just, it's the same, it's, it's the Kamala show. You work with him and you're working this, uh, you know, six-minute show. Oh, God, good stuff. Okay, so the cream... The rising cream of the, of the crop. Mm-hmm. My vanilla latte. Yeah. Almond milk. Yeah. Who's rising? The squishers? Are those, is, is, that the, is that the cream of the crop? Cream of the crop is when we talk about the matches. We okay. go from the bottom okay. to the top. I'm sorry. Cream I, I, of the crop. <laughs> okay, I got Bottom it. to the top. Gotcha. What's next got we it. haven't talked about yet? Okay. We talked about... We give our awards for what what whatever we, whatever we had to award. You I have one award. To give. I have okay. one. And it, it's the one that we already gave to Diesel. That's the only award I have. Mm-hmm. For this this two weeks. It's it's going to Dees. Who would have got canceled? We just we just gave you some people that got mm-hmm. canceled. Because, I mean, later on, it's going to be hijinks with Mae Young and all these other people where men are jumping through tables on elderly women. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Then we're going to talk about what's next. And then we're going to finish with our word of the episode. So, what's next? What did Macho Man have to say about what's coming next, Jen? You don't have to do in the Macho Man voice. Well, Bobby Heenan would like you to know that there's 550 reasons why nobody, no American, none, will be able to slam Yokozuna. I know. And Macho Man said he has three reasons why he knows that an American will be able to slam Yokozuna. And what are they? Red, white, and blue, Pat. Red, white, and blue. <laughs> there it is. Oh, man. 1993, guys. <sighs> there it is, Jen. 93. Red, white, and blue. And that is where we're going next immediately. Which is actually nice. Because we actually, we went from King of the Ring, now we actually have something that I know yeah. I saw on Raw, they're going to they're gonna play it. There's something a little bit to talk about. Yeah, it's something to talk about, and... um. Then SummerSlam's not that far away. Probably like a month and a half after that. So we don't have to wait too long for that, you know. What was your word of the day for everybody Mm. out there that made it the 40 minutes into the episode? 
America. My word of the day. Grotesque. Oh. <laughs> when I see Bastion Booger, I know. unfortunately what I think of is the time they make him eat the chicken or eat whatever the mm. hell he eats on air. Oh God, it's like so great. Which just reminds me of, all of this reminds me, when you talk about July 4th, I don't think of stars. I don't think of stripes. I don't think of body slams. I think of Nathan's famous hot dogs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They really, they really need to do. We need to go back Cross in time promotion. and be like, guys, can Cross we promotion. just start with the booger crush match and end with the Sean Kamala match? It's fantasy booking here for the 10 Everybody will feel better at the end. Fantasy booking. Guys, if you like what you heard, we are the Shoots and Ladders podcast. We That's us give you our take of re-watching old and as we noted cancelable wrestling we don't really get too deep we don't talk about moves too much we don't really no. do we don't do play-by-plays as you can tell we barely talked about any of the matches mm-hmm. um we want to be casual we want to tell you what we saw what we liked what we, we didn't just... like and what maybe you might want to check out this week not a lot that you might want to check out but next week you definitely want to check out the stars and stripes challenge i, I mean, would say it's worth it to watch the raw there are some really good promos with football players where one starts facing away from the camera. I think that's the guy who went on the Packers. Mm-hmm. It is silly goose territory. Mm-hmm. The Kamala Shawn match, silly goose territory. And you need to watch the Bash and Booger match just because you know you know you do. You know you do. You know you, you, know you want to. You know you need to. It's seven minutes of your life on in the background. Just don't don't be making food. Don't be eating food. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Don't don't do anything. It's a vibe. You can reach out to us at BeckyLoftTheChat at gmail.com or. Oh, you can find us on Instagram at shoots and ladders. Um, underscores between shoots and N and end and ladders. Not end, it's an N, like the letter N for nonsensical. Um, we. We are on Twitter, are we on Twitter slash DMX. We are, but like at this point, these accounts were just... Literally... We haven't used these accounts in a while. We do want to start. Um, so yeah, follow us. And if we ever use them again, you'll see things pop up. We yeah, can't I mean, promise. It's like these... We're not we going to make empty promises anymore. At but we shoots might... and ladder. At shoots and ladder. Just one ladder. All just one ladder. One ladder. Yep. Like the old school ladder matches, you don't get multiple ladders, you just get one. I mean, that's it. But yeah, if you like us, if you would be so inclined to rate us or leave a comment, follow, subscribe, um, all those things really help us out a lot and help people find the podcast. So thanks for listening. And we will be back next week. Stars and Stripes.